Alexis, and Moira, and David, and Johnny, and all their Schitt's Creek friends. Ew, David! Hi! This is Shit Simply the Best. I'm Katie. And I'm Rayon. And hi. Hello. Welcome. We are in the juiciest episode, or at least I love Ew, it. Ew, juicy! So- <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, I love this episode. I love everything about this season finale. It's so, so good. Technical season finale. They're really good with their finales. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. really, really good with them, which I must say, this is one of my favorite ones. Oh, but I feel so like I good. say that every time, so... <laughs> I know we we started each episode talking about how good the episode is, like as if people didn't know that already, as if they didn't watch it before they listened <laughs> right. to us. But you know, it's okay. <laughs> so singles week, Moira walks in. This is great. It starts right away. She goes, "So I just heard three women with smokers coughs talking about sex in the city. So I think the singles have the arrived. singles are here. <laughs> so good. I know they're all rearing up for this event, and yes. it's pretty fantastic." It is great. So Alexis asks right away why she's not wearing her t-shirt. It's If you remember, it's these volunteer Oh, yeah, because it's the, the volunteer t-shirt with the little heart on the corner. Yes, that she asked before to make sure that they know they're supposed to be tight. because They're supposed to be tight because you're single. <laughs> so Moira's giving this keynote address, mm-hmm. which basically I think is her fancy way of saying that she's starting off the event right. of the week. And there's going to be press and photographers, and Moira thinks it would be a tad déclasse for the chair to be wearing a volunteer shirt. And Alexis is like, "I'm co-chair." I'm co-chair. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it would be it would be so weird to see Moira in a t-shirt. It'd be very strange. So I get it. Something casual. Yeah. Right. I don't think she's ever worn jeans. No. Ever. She's in a lot of dresses and skirts, or maybe mm-hmm. only. And, and like jumpsuits, maybe. Yeah. So Johnny walks in right away, and he's very excited. He says that love <laughs> is in the air, and he's like, the Mattel's at max capacity for the whole week because of all the singles, mm-hmm. so that's great. And Moira claims that she appreciates what everything Alexis does, but she thinks it's best if she carries the baton of mm-hmm. Singles Week. And Alexis says she's <laughs> trying to cut her out of Singles Week because Johnny asked what's going on. Right. And <laughs> Oh, by the way, her skirt is really cute. Alexis. Skirt. Yes, yes, Alexis skirt. It actually looks really cute. Like it looks like Together. an outfit even though she's wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, I love it. Of course, they're all fashionistas. Yeah. They can make it work. But Moira says it's going to be an unruffled launch. She wants it to be that way. Basically, <laughs> she thinks that Alexis is going to mess something up. Right. So, she reminds her of the last time of that the they Of the last time they event. co-chaired. <laughs> That was which 15 was, years ago. <laughs> yeah, but it was the teenage rosacea ball, which is also great. <laughs> Johnny is with Alexis. He's like, you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah, he's trying to diffuse the tension. Yes. And she jumps in to defend herself. She's like, I've been working very hard on myself. I just closed a really important chapter with Ted last week. And then I'm trying to find love for all these other people, mm-hmm. which is true. She does this really great hand gesture. I know. It it I it felt like David to me like I was seeing her channel David for a second cuz she's doing what David does when he's frustrated, just a lot of hand movement. Yes. What exactly have you done? And yeah, she does and that like to Moira. the way she said it too. The way she yeah. said it sounded just like David. It does. They 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 have similar vibes there. Maybe it's like whenever they're stressed, they kind of channel each other. Cuz they're siblings. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, they've literally been living together for a long time, so they're definitely adapting. And I feel like later on when David comes in, which we're not talking about yet, but he holds his hands up here for like half a second. Oh, too. that's so funny. Like, on his chest. And I'm like, oh, he's Alexis channeling hands. Alexis. Yeah, Look at them. That's so funny. Siblings work. But right away, <laughs> Moira mocks her gesture. I know. And goes, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And like does the same thing. It's really funny. And she says she has to go pick up the locks for the lock and key event. The lock which and if key we remember, event. this was from Madly. They did the same thing. So they're kind of adapting it. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, you haven't picked up the keys? And like freaks out. She's so mad. And she's. She should have had them already. Right. Because she's trying to make this event work. David walks in. He's all happy and he has like a like a giant cinnamon bun. He's like, I just walked past three very raspy <laughs> boys Mirandas outside. So I think the singles are here. Same thing as Moira. Same women, clearly. <laughs> yeah. We go to, this is probably just a few minutes later. The motel. And it's a meeting with Johnny, Roland, and Stevie. And he's saying, you know, because of the premium charge for singles week, we're actually able to make some fixes that we haven't been able to to the motel. Mm-hmm. And Roland answers this call, like, in the middle of it and just keeps talking and has this, like, mocks Johnny's face. He's like, yeah, he has that face right now. I know, yeah, that's that's exactly the face he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking to Bob, clearly, for some reason. He tries to, he's like, Stevie, we have to silence your phone. And then he has to hand it to Stevie because Johnny doesn't know how to do it. Because <laughs> he doesn't know how to silence the phone. And they give him this hardware list. So it's this really long list of things that he has to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. Also, let me know if there's more, like a car wash or a brow trim for Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Rude. <laughs> Meanwhile, we go to Rose Apothecary. David's struggling to get this box inside. I know. He's working so hard. He's like using his back and like his shoulder. And he's, yeah. oh, the struggle is real. It's a journey. Patrick has this really pretty like lavender shirt Mm -hmm. on that I just like. It looks nice. And David has this cute black sweater on with this leather lining. It kind of looks like wings. It goes in the back too. Yeah. To the yeah, in the front and the back, there's like little wind things. Wing things. Wind. 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 I mean, wind wings. They fly. It figure. You make. You get it. (laughs) So Patrick goes. You've been going to the gym because that looked effortless. I know. I would say that too, though. Like, I would definitely make fun of someone. That's great. He goes, It's just a very awkwardly shaped box, but yes, I have, and thank you for noticing. (laughs) But yes, I have, and thank you for noticing. (laughs) So we learn it's this box of dog sweaters that have to go to the vet clinic Mm -hmm. for the pet adoption. And David does not want to do it because it'd be awkward. Very awkward and cringy. Their whole situation, Mm -hmm. Ted and Alexis. And cringy. (laughs) And he explains that Alexis told Ted she loves him. And Patrick is really mm-hmm. sweet. And he goes, oh, that's really hard. Ugh. That must have been really hard for her to do mm-hmm. and be brave, come out there like that. And <laughs> David's like, it'll be less awkward if you... He's basically trying to get Patrick to go. I know. And Patrick's not budging. He will not budge at all. He says he has all this product to unpack anyway for Singles Week because David bought extra mm-hmm. things. So he's like, I can't do that. And then he takes him by the shoulders, Ugh. which is like a thing he does a lot. And he goes... Uh, you know, what you're doing is very brave and generous, and I don't want to add more stress to your day. But I love, but I you. love you. I cried. <laughs> it's so this is my first cute. cry of the episode. I cried three times. I'll let you guess which times it was. I remember seeing it for the first time. It's just so 
this show does this so well, but it's so like mm-hmm. natural. And I feel like that's such a brave thing to just say out of nowhere, like in right. the middle of a conversation. Like, wow. The way they flow the comedy into like the quote unquote real moment is just yeah. so, so effortless and like beautifully done. It's very, so, yeah, very well done. I cried. It's really it's cute. Fine. David is really funny because bringing up the comedy and goes, oh, so you said that to me for the first time knowing that you'd make my day more stressful. <laughs> and he goes, that's correct. <laughs> and he just keeps going and he's like, you know, I've never said that to anyone else aside from my parents and one time at a Mariah twice. Carey concert. Yeah, my parents twice and one time at a Mariah Carey concert. And Patrick says that with him, so clearly he knows. And Patrick's like, yes, I don't expect you to say it back right now. Only when you're ready, it just felt right in the moment. And then he says, you're my Mariah Carey. You're my Mariah Carey. <laughs> Normally that compliment would make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bring me to tears. I'm not going to let it. And then he, he goes, so I would like to thank you for all the wonderful things that you have said. And he has this big gap before he's like, so I, and we think he's going to say, I love you. But then he just thanks him. Mm-hmm. Patrick asks for tea. He's like, you know, can you get me a tea when you're out? And David's like, yes, I can do that. And I'd ask for you to not look at me to while not. I'm leaving. <laughs> Turn away. Yes. He doesn't want him to regret anything that he said. And then he's literally leaving and he's still staring. And he's like, look away, please. <laughs> look away, please. He's struggling with that box so hard. Oh, poor guy. Uh, I love them so much. At the cafe, it's so cute there. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the outside, there's this big sign. It says, welcome singles. It's pretty full. They have a lot of people. Yeah, it's crowded. It makes me sad for COVID right now because I'm like, remember the oh, times? People. Remember people? <laughs> remember people? Outside? In places? Remember going? (laughs) So Alexis calls Moira, kind of freaking out. She's like, where are you? You're supposed Mm -hmm. to be here. The event was supposed to start. And Moira's in the back of a car. Yes. And she says they encountered a roadblock. She calls it a minor issue. Issue. (laughs) Issue. A minor issue. (laughs) And we find out Jocelyn's in labor. Yes. So that's why she's not there. And Jocelyn's also driving. (laughs) I know. That was my favorite part where like when the camera moves and you just see her screaming while driving. It's beautiful. She also has a great line before that, Moira, where she goes, Ah, don't start without me, you little frippet. You don't have the media training. <laughs> you little frippet. <laughs> frippet. <laughs> and then she, Alexis is like, okay, well, try to hurry if you can, because the last thing we want to do is stand up a room of singles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very true. And yeah, and then we find out that Jocelyn's driving, because apparently Moira was too. Her nerves were fried. So... And then the groan that Jocelyn makes. I know. Just like while oh, I love it so much. It's so great. <laughs> Back at the motel, Johnny tells Stevie to call Roland. He's like, you know, we have to actually add do not disturb signs because the singles have been asking mm-hmm. for it. Get it. Go singles. I know. I'm like, what else would you do on a singles week? Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Stevie goes, yes, that's a service that could benefit all of us. Clearly not wanting to, you know. With that. Open a door so and find they something. They call and they hear the ringing, and she's like, "Oh, is that your phone?" And they turn around, and Roland's phone is there, it's just sitting there on that table where they left it. So yep, he has and no clue. Johnny's like, "I I don't want to point fingers, but and Stevie's like, we gave him a lot to do. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be yeah, she, she, yeah, because Ro- uh, Johnny's <laughs> like, he's probably coming back soon. She's like, no, we gave him yes. a lot of errands." And they they find they're talking about this because she's looking at 
his phone and he has all these missed calls mm-hmm. and these texts uh, from Jocelyn. <laughs> he asks like what they say. Roland, it's happening. Then a baby. Then baby emojis. And, and then an explosion. explosion. <laughs> so great. Yeah, so that, we're going to get back to that later. So meanwhile, David goes to the vet clinic, which we haven't been at in mm-hmm. a while. Well, since last episode. He gently sets down the box, not seeing anybody there. But then Ted pops up. He still struggles, though. You can see him struggle coming into the door. Every time he has to open a door with that box, he's just hamming it up. Ted pops up, and David's response, Uh, hey, it's me. Right to Adele. The awkward, Hello, like, oh, reaching over for a hug. Oh, my God, I know. The, like, <laughs> he was gonna, it looked like he was going to handshake, and Ted is, like, trying mm-hmm. to hug. So that's how that happened. Awkward moment. He mentions the dog sweaters. He- Ted goes, yeah, there's always gifts for the dogs and not me. One of my pet peeves. God, I love Ted. I hate him. I hate him so much, but I love him so much. I love him because only he can pull this off, I feel like. Right. It's the only, yeah, there's no one else could say punts like that and get away with it. Yeah, it's very true. It's the way he delivers them. It's the charm that's Mm -hmm. there. So he admits that he was expecting Alexis. So this kind of threw him off his game. (laughs) Your game is... Tight. (laughs) (laughs) David! He's so awkward. He doesn't know, like, what to say. He has no clue how to talk to Ted. (laughs) He tries explaining how busy she is, and he goes, she told you, didn't she? Like, Mm -hmm. in the middle of it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. So they both know each other knows about the love situation. He explains, you know, Alexis saying I love you really caught me off guard. And David goes, yeah, that emotional depth is very, very out of character for her. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to leave and Ted goes, so I broke, I up, broke with up with Heather. Heather. And he goes, so I'll be staying then. <laughs> Just sits back down. <laughs> so we go to the first event at Singles Week, which still hasn't started. Nope. Yeah, because everyone's just sitting there awkwardly waiting for it to start. No one's even, like, talking to each other. I know. It's very strange. It's just, like, Alexis staring and waiting for her mom to show up. She makes an announcement. She triple checks that everyone's registered on the website because it acts as a directory <laughs> and a message board. We know, someone says, because they're annoyed. <laughs> they're not having it. They want to get it in. Literally. Nah. Yeah. So, <laughs> that laugh was terrible. So this journalist <laughs> this journalist comes up to Alexis and asks when it's supposed to start. She's like, you know, I'm supposed to cover this senior craft fair in Elm Glen. But as a single person who drove 20 miles, I'd really like to write about this. Mm-hmm. Alexis goes, well, it's starting right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah. You can see her make the decision to like not wait for her mother any longer because... Because who knows how long it's been at this point. It has to start. Yeah, and she doesn't want... Like, she's been working so hard on this. She has. It's important to her. So she introduces herself. She says she's single, just like all of you. And she goes, I know you're excited about the lock and key event, but the more I think about it, I think it sends the wrong message. Mm-hmm. It just implies that everything will work out and life is more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. She gets into this story, clearly talking about herself living in the moment but she says she had this special lock she used to think this is funny at first she goes i used to think that it needed to be super aggressive and like come from a long line of adriatic royalty or (laughs) have a beard and be really into the woods and she gives this look to twy which is funny because they're talking about mutt clearly Mm -hmm. or he's fitting some of that also i thought of into the woods i have to go that's my theater brain (laughs) 
and definitely saying that same part so yeah i get it yeah (laughs) she goes instead of you know giving this special lock a chance you throw it away because it's too nice and it likes you too much and cared Mm -hmm. and she says then you realize that your lock has found another key and you have to accept that and find a new lock so sweet and sad Mm -hmm. And one of the singles interrupts and goes, are we, are we playing play a game? A game? <laughs> <laughs> this is also the lady, which I'm sure many Schitt's Creek watchers know, that has been in several episodes. She's the one that David was trying to help her into this awkward dress back at the blouse barn. Yes. Oh, I yeah. didn't. I personally, I didn't even make that connection until you just said it. I knew I had seen her, seen her before. She was probably like waiting in the Rose Apothecary line. She's been in several episodes so it's pretty funny alexis says yes they're going to play a different game one that promotes giving people a Mm -hmm. chance so good segue good job alexis so back at the motel ron has shot bob (laughs) on his phone this is a great shot it kind of pulls away it's just on his phone at first and he's with gwen saying yeah apparently they took roland's phone i mean who would do that with a wife who's about to go into labor who would do that (laughs) bob He has no chill. No, but nobody in this town does. And we find out that Gwen has even less chill. Oh, I know. Gwen is a lot. We definitely find that out later. So Roland pulls up already apologizing, saying, I know it took longer, but I did everything on the list. And Johnny interrupts. Jocelyn's in labor. And he starts freaking out. He starts running, trying to find his phone. Yeah. And Johnny gives it to him and he calls him like a lifesaver. Clearly not realizing. You can thank me later. Yeah. And then Gwen calls back and calls Johnny a snake. And Bob goes, oh, well, I think that's a little oh, harsh, but a he's snake, definitely slippery. He... <laughs> Johnny's like, I'm standing right here. Bob, but other people do that all the time. No, no filter. Oh, yeah. I can hear you. Yes. <laughs> so this is a great conversation. I love this. Back at the vet clinic, Ugh. it's he's there with Ted still, David. And they're in the middle of this conversation. Ted is clearly explaining why he broke up with Heather. And he's like, you know, I thought I owed it to her, to be honest. And David asks if he'll talk to Alexis now. And Ted's like, I don't know about putting myself out there again. He's like, remember, I spent two Mm -hmm. weeks in Mexico just trying to get her out of my head. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, that sounds very dark. (laughs) (laughs) And he asks him, like, how many, you know, off-road dirt bike tours he took. And he's like, a lot. It was like 12. (laughs) <laughs> I love how he goes, shockingly, never been on a dirt bike, but I'm guessing a lot. <laughs> so good. <laughs> we get a really, really great line from David here. He says, I would hardly call myself an expert on the subject, and by subject, I mean genuine human emotion. Mm-hmm. Classic quote. I'm just going to tell you what I know. And then he launches into these things he knows. He says, you know, his name has come up in conversation uh, for the Almost past six every months every day. Yes. I also know she's different now. Not that different, obviously, but (laughs) (laughs) he goes different enough to know that she did make a mistake with you. Or was it two or or was it two or more? (laughs) He's like, just the two. He's like, just the two times. (laughs) David says, so you've been burned. Hello. Have we met? I've been burned so much. He says he's basically the human equivalent of Of the inside of a marshmallow, the inside of a roasted marshmallow. I know, but that would taste good. But sounds delicious. That's what I was thinking. I was like, "Mm, yeah. That Some sounds more. great. <laughs> David goes, I do think it's important for us, talking about both of them, to remember that sometimes it does work out. 
and he's really mm-hmm. emotionally saying this and he's like even though everything inside of us is telling us to protect ourselves when you've got it don't let it go and he's like and i'm telling you you've got it it's fine is this the, is this the other part where you cried no not yet oh not yet okay so close though we're getting there <laughs> ted thanks him and then we get a good comedy at the end he takes this bite of this cookie and he goes this could be like your Thank you. And he goes, that's a dog dog treat. treat. Looks like a real treat. What am I going to do now? (laughs) What am I going to do now? (laughs) It does. It looks like a big cookie, but whatever. I know. It looks like a little cupcake shaped cookie. But I will say dog treats now look very. They do look like human treats. (laughs) Especially, especially if you're in one of our coast, LA or or New York. That's true. Because they're specialized. People love their pets so much. Like there's a place that makes food that looks like human food. That you can buy. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. And get delivered to your animals. It's a whole, it's fine. It's a whole community of people. Though I, I respect because <laughs> I love animals, but it's a lot. So yes. Jocelyn is bouncing on this exercise ball in the hospital. And Moira's pacing <laughs> back and forth. She's like, Moira, thank you so much. But you don't have to stay because Roland is almost here. I know this event is really important to you. And Moira's really sweet. She's like, no, normally mm-hmm. I wouldn't even question it. I would stay anyways but you know alexis hasn't handled this kind of responsibility before and i don't want it to come clattering down around her (laughs) and jocelyn talks to moira this is a really sweet conversation as well she goes you know i can't speak to who alexis was before you moved here and from what i'm hearing i don't really want to (laughs) know and she goes but i've watched your daughter these past few years grow into one of the most amazing people she's ever known very sweet. She so says, this is when I cried the second time. I think I cried during this too. She goes, she's a hard worker. She's kind and capable of so much more than people give her credit oh. for, especially that last one. Ugh. Especially because I was thinking, I don't want to spoil it, but I was thinking about how this episode is about like how David's grown romantically and how Alexis has grown career wise and what that gives us for the future. I was just, uh, I, I had so many memories in my head. I know. It's, it's fine. So sweet. <laughs> it's fine i'm fine this is fine moira loves it too she says that's one of the most generous compliments one can receive as a mother Mm -hmm. jocelyn takes her hand she's like i know as mothers we all have fears but at some point we just have to believe in our kids oh gives me goosebumps so sweet Uh, uh, so pretty and clearly a good mom Mm-hmm. Roland comes around the corner. He's like shouting. <laughs> he's just running around the whole hospital. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, here she is. Third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly couldn't find her. He thanks Moira for her service. And, and <laughs> I love how she goes, I'll never forget this. And Moira goes, if the drugs are any good, you will. <laughs> <laughs> good. So good. And then we go to Rose Apothecary. This is funny. Patrick is thanking this customer as David walks in. And he's like, I got to tell you, you're like some kind of oracle when it comes to the sex lives of lonely people because they've already sold half their massage oils, apparently. I was going to say body lotions, but same thing-ish. That works. <laughs> so Patrick asks how it went, and he kisses him right away, very sweet, and says, I love you, and he's crying. And Patrick, Patrick has a really great line here. He goes... I know I'll never be able to compete with Mariah. This just kind of feels like one of those perfect moments that you dream about. Except in my dream, I'm holding a nice cup of tea. (laughs) And the way, oh, fuck. The way that he responds to it is 
so funny. When David realizes he fucked up. Yes, it's so, so funny. And he goes, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And he's like, no, I'm going to make and this he's like running out. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we go to the cafe now. Moira walks in and they're playing. It looks like they're playing this fun musical chairs game. It's kind They're of playing like, musical chairs, like speed dating musical chairs. Yeah. Moira comes in and she's like, oh, so I guess the press have left. And Alexis is like, maybe mm-hmm. you can't tell by the way they're looking at each other. But those two journalists are from rival newspapers and they're flirting. They're flirting hard. Moira has a moment of sweet, but it's kind of tainted because she goes, Oh, I, I really apologize for <laughs> underestimating you. Apparently, there's a lot more of me in you than I thought there was. Yeah, it's still like, she still makes it about herself somehow. A little underhanded, but it's still nice. In Moira terms, it's great. But it's the most like, yeah, in Moira's life, toward Alexis, this is like the biggest. And Alexis handles it well. She's like, lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Moira takes the clipboard. She's like, what did you just say? She's like, no, you can't play the game unless you're, you know, don't have this. So she goes and she sits (laughs) down. And Ted sits in front of Alexis. And that's my third cry of the episode. Oh, gosh. I had to pause it and, like, wait for my emotions to chill. And I've seen this, like, three times. But it's still, like, it still gets me. I know. This episode in particular. Ugh. So he sits down. I wrote that too in my notes. I go, and I'm crying. Because <laughs> 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 I was. So this is really, really cute. He sits down. He says, hi, I know I only have two minutes, so I'm going to make this quick. And he introduces himself like they're just meeting. He mm-hmm. goes, I'm newly single. And I'd be kidding myself if I hadn't wanted to do this every single day for the last two, the years. Past two years. And she goes, what? Do what? And they stand up. And kiss. And everyone goes silent and they kiss. And then I cried more. I actually have a video of me watching this, so I'll send it to you (laughs) when we're done talking. Or maybe we could post that, because that's probably hilarious. We could once when we yeah, when we release the episode. (laughs) So I think it's for me, it's also their chemistry here because it's it's, mm-hmm. it's not like he kisses her right away. Like, they stand up, and the way that she's looking at him, like, she's so curious, but also isn't sure. Yeah, like, they're stunned. Like, she's stunned. Up. She doesn't know. There's just so many emotions going through both of them. And, like, they convey it so well. And when they stand, it's just so... She's just looking in his eyes. She doesn't leave his eyes when they, like, stand up, because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what's going on. And it's the sweetest ever and it's the best and we find out that they pan and everybody starts clapping and david's there and he's clapping it's so so sweet and then he does this little like like happy gesture which is (laughs) definitely a gift that i've used before it's like a clappy happy thing clappy happy (laughs) clappy happy and then it's really funny because in the middle of it this guy that's talking to twyla tries to kiss her she's like no thank you (laughs) no thank you (laughs) so good so so happy okay Jocelyn had the baby back at the yes. hospital. Oh, God. And this I baby. love this. I love this. Roland <laughs> goes, what a handsome guy. He looks just like me. And he goes, and yet he's handsome. <laughs> and yet he's handsome. <laughs> God, Johnny. No chill. They're, they're at the point in their friendship, maybe, where he could just. Plus, it's going to roll over Roland's head anyway. Yeah. I feel like he has figured out that Roland has no filter. So he's like, well, I'll turn my filter off when I'm yeah. near him. Plus, Roland has confidence that nobody can really yeah. puncture, so live your life. They're in love. Like, he's got his perfect wife, and he's got his perfect 
romance. He doesn't need anybody else to think he's handsome. It's very true. I do like that about him. So they keep trying to like offer for her to hold the baby. And she's like, no, I can see clearly. Yeah, Moira's like, <laughs> it's, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. Same though. And then they say that they're oh, very God. grateful for what she did today. And then they go, oh, God. the baby's name is Roland Moira shit. Moira shit. <laughs> and Johnny's coughs clearly trying to cover like laugh, a laugh. Yes. Roland does hand the baby to her anyways, even though she doesn't yeah. want it. I mean, you can't turn down a baby that has your name. It would be too rude. Yeah. And he goes, look, the two Moiras. And he's all excited, which is very sweet. But then she goes, can you take him, Johnny? My hands are shaking. (laughs) And he goes, no, thank you. Just like Twyla said. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Oh, what an episode. It's so good. So, so good. It seems obvious, but who is your shithead? Oh, you think it's obvious? Maybe. For me, maybe. Actually, hmm. I have multiple people. It's too hard for me to pick. That's the thing. I was going to give it to the siblings. That's what I was going to do. Alexis and David. Yeah. Just because this is like one of their like big moments of growth. Just seeing one. It's the first, the first time David says I love you to Patrick. And it's Alexis putting her career. She decides that she's not going to wait for her mom anymore. And she's like, this is going to fall apart if I don't do anything. I'm going to start the event and she starts the event regardless of what she's feeling inside and like the struggles she's dealing with after Ted. And then the fact that it works out with Ted after she decided to focus on her career. Yes. And it's just like a bonus. Yeah. It's like a bonus, like extra points. High five from the angels. (laughs) And she doesn't even know. That her brother was probably a big part of that because they had this conversation right before that. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's the other thing I was going to give it to David. That heart-to-heart he has with Ted, which is something we don't see those characters interact almost ever by themselves. Which I love. I love when shows do that, when they put character mm-hmm. unlikely characters. It's usually the best episodes or the most interesting. And episodes. right. it just It's a, a moment to like show those characters growing in a way that we haven't seen them yeah. before. Because it's like Ted opens up to David. David opens up to Ted. Ah, it's just, ah, this episode's magical. It's, it's fine. So, I'm okay. It's so, so good. And and Moira's there for Jocelyn. We kind of, that's kind of her best friend now. Or at least her mm-hmm. really cl- close friend, which is very sweet. It's a lot of fun with Roland and Jocelyn in this too, which is also always nice. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's like a warm bath. It's so nice. Like a warm bath. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so good. Oh, so good. So we all hope you have a great week when you listen to this. All of us hope that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the room that is in hopes the room, you have a great week. It's just me and it's just him there, <laughs> but whoever's listening. <laughs> and best wishes. Warmest regards. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Instagram. Instagramers at tweeters and um, should simply the best podcast and the Twitter is you tell them because I always simply the best pod pod that's the difference you'll find it It, it'll come up nobody else has this podcast name or if they do for (laughs) shame because I it's my proudest accomplishment that I came up with (laughs) sorry about it all right now 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 for real now for real best wishes warmest regards Bye. Bye.